This is a room which is filled with floating objects uh, uh -huh. and seems to be also filled with with bizarre creatures. Um, it's it's almost a sensory overload, actually. Uh, uh -huh. And I'm going to need to make... Everyone is going to have to make wisdom saving throws. Oh, no. Can I ask how long it took us to get... How long did it take for Harold to... For us to get dizzy, how to hurl, how to stand up, us to uneasily, like it's timing okay. matters. Uh, uh, for you, potential, since you started casting, it's been five minutes. For Harold, you're on okay. the, like, you are at one minute now. So you'll have just. Uh -huh. so, I just rolled I a seven on going... my wisdom saving three. Oh. Oh, wait, yeah, was wisdom. it wisdom? Wisdom. Yeah. Oh, I rolled con. Hang on. Um, I, mm, I rolled, ten. I got a 19. Okay. So I'm just like, I'm too busy focused on something else. I'm too busy casting. Mm -hmm. I'm not paying attention um, to what else is going on. Meredith, yes. the room, there are these like spots painted on the walls. There are these floating orbs moving around. There are these unusual, like, like unusually colored animals. It's almost, oh, it's, it is giving you a headache. Uh -huh. Oh, I think the cotton candy is starting to kick in. You don't think there was something, um, you know, special about it or anything, do you? The cotton candy? Can I hear them and talk at the same time as I'm casting? It's entirely up to you, Ben. This is a um, you well, can I hear them, but you, you can sorry, you can hear them, but you can't respond because yeah, you're. But I can't speak. Yeah. You just see an eyebrow raise of like, like, that's why she wasn't trusting it before. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. She's like squinting around at the place. Oh. Um. There's. Uh, an orb that moves towards you, Harold. Uh, I'm going to uh -huh. take your passive perception. It's an illusion, and it just like uh -huh. it, it, it. But as it goes to like go at your face, do you move to avoid it, or just like it's an illusion? It'll just let it pass through you. Um, I'll move to I'll move to avoid it, just because I think even if you know something's an illusion, like you would still have that reaction. Mm -hmm. You don't have to make a save. It's fine. It, yeah, this illusion just, like, uh -huh. passes past your head, and you're like, ooh, okay. Um, but then another one, like, bounces past, and you're like, that one is definitely not an illusion. Uh-oh. Mm. That was, like, that was a solid thing. Yeah. Okay. Some of these are real. Yeah. Some of these aren't real. Interesting. Do I have advantage on dodging yeah. these because I'm tiny? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have disadvantage because you're small no, and advantage on dodging cannot them. move out? No, no. But are you smaller and therefore... Less able to oh, move out of the way. <laughs> less nimble. No, but I wouldn't have to dodge if I'm small. But are they less likely to hit? Yeah. Her? Are they less likely to hit her? Smaller surface because area. She's small, and that. But and but if she has to move, is she more likely? Yeah. Like, she okay, have disadvantage fair. on moving out of the way, but but advantage on they not they would have hit. disadvantage on hitting her. She would have disadvantage on dodging them. They cancel out, and it just becomes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Fair. That's 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 why I was trying to like. Ah oh, man. Uh, Meredith, you're just too much. Head hurts. Mm -hmm. Can't do I've it. I've got my head in my hands, I reckon. Yep. Um, Harold, I will take your passive. Mm. At On the uh, ceiling of this this room, there is one of these mirror mirrors with a door handle and uh -huh. there's a, like, like a, a sphere, like a half, like a half sphere coming out of the ceiling as well, forming something you could stand on if you were like to line up with the mm. door. And on that sphere is one of these painted on circles. 
Uh, I'll point that out to everyone. Uh, uh, there's another one of those, uh, uh, like, sphere circle thingies up there. Oh. Oh, that's... Oh. No, I can't. I can't look at it. I'm sorry. It's too much. Some of these orbs are floating around quite slowly as well. They don't seem to be, like, dangerous necessarily. They're just, like, moving around. Um, some of them look mm-hmm. clear, like bubbles. Some of them are, are opaque. You can't see through them. Some of them look like they're made of rock. Some of them, like, one of them looks like it's made of magma. And it's only on, it, like, concentrating on each individual one can you determine if they are real or not. Because there's just, there's mm-hmm. just so many things moving around. Mm. You can take some time to look around. You can do investigations. You can, if you have a plan, you want to progress forward. Um... There was that voice that was laughing earlier. Harold, mm. I think this might be down to you because um, Meredith is overwhelmed and Potentia is is concentrating. Yeah. So should we... I mean, I, I suppose the whole point of this place is that we, we sort of, uh, you know, we move through these uh, illusions, essentially, and, uh, uh, you know, like, d- solve the place, yeah. I suppose. Uh, I think so. So I suppose we need a, a plan to, uh, you know, get ourselves up there. I, I will say uh, it's sort of interesting. When I fell over earlier, I did sort of hear a voice, yeah. uh, which makes me think somebody's sort of, you know, watching proceedings. Uh, it would make sense. Maybe it's the same thing as it was in the dragon. Uh, yes, quite possibly, actually. That kind of makes sense. Uh, yes. Well, what should we do? Uh, I suppose we may need to find a way up there if we want to continue, uh, you know, continue on in this place. I did the last one. I got shrunk. Bag's not. Uh, Right. Yes. Uh, I mean, hopefully that's, uh, you know, uh, not permanent. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure we could fix it. Uh, It's all right. I'll glare at somebody when we get out if they can't. Right. Um... As you look around the room, uh, you take a few mm. steps to like get a better perspective. And as you take a few steps, your clothes start to to lift up as if they're weightless. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Just like Willy Wonka, kind of. Um, it's very Willy mm-hmm. Wonka-esque. I love it. Uh, I suppose, given the spirit of what we're doing, I don't resist. Mm-hmm. Um you feel yourself like experiencing a lower lower gravity mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, you take a few steps and the ground is is like it, it has some give it has some flex to it hmm so if I if I sort of uh, jump uh, like off the ground like springboard myself do I do I find myself like rising towards that spot uh, it, you will find yourself rising off of the floor and into the air. To aim for that particular mm-hmm. spot will require an acrobatics check. Wow, Harold's so uh. good. Um, <laughs> acrobatics, let's go. Uh, okay, 13. Not the worst. Not the worst. Okay. Um, so you, like, okay, going to line yourself up. You, like, bounce, I get a few, t- like, light bounces and then take your, your big bounce. You're shooting up towards it. And as you get kind of halfway into the room, something seems to happen. Uh-oh. And these orbs uh-huh. begin to to move faster. And 
with more force. Oh, no. They're ricocheting off of the walls. Oh, Harold, Um, no. And there's one coming right towards Mm. you. It looks like it's made of magma. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll take your passive. Okay. It... Mm. No, that fire is not real. Mm Mm-hmm. It just... It's it's a scary-looking orb of... Whatever. Um, do you make any kind of do you make any kind of move to try and avoid it? As it like it's gonna it's gonna hit you or pass through you. Do you make any kind of move midair to try and shift out of the way? Um, I guess given how difficult that would be, um, no. Okay. Um, so this illusionary magma orb flies towards you, mm. and as it gets to you, you are struck in the chest by something solid. Uh-huh. Underneath the illusion, there is something solid inside this ball, and it hits you. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And you are going to take six points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Sure. All right. And it bounces six. off. It shoots off from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it um, will pro- at that, I'll probably... It will also yeah. propel you back as well, because it uh-huh. pushes you, and you're in low gravity. You all right? Yeah, well, given... Um, Al, uh, don't trust the illusions. They seem to be sort of somewhat real. Uh, there's like, they're hiding things. Um, can you, can you push yourself up off, like, push yourself off the wall, maybe? Uh, I will try doing that. Uh, well, I'm going to get you to make a dexterity save with a DC of 12 because you've been, like, bounced off. Sure. Because I'm doing, like, momentum... If every action is mm-hmm. equal opposite reaction, you've been pushed one. Like it hit you, it goes one way, you go the other. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that was a nine. So okay. So you're going to not like land. Okay. The walls are soft, so you don't hurt mm-hmm. yourself when you hit the wall, but you land like flat against the wall, and you're not on your feet, mm-hmm. um, and you are floating. Potential. It has been ten minutes. Yes. Excellent. You have you have to take magic. Cool. Can I point the living heck out of it at um, Meredith first? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Oh no, it's any magic within 30 feet of me. So, oh no. So, <laughs> this place lights up like a it's Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but there is magic What I would on like to do Meredith. is basically point it at Meredith because I get to learn the school of magic. Uh, I see a faint aura around any visible creature. Or object in the area that bears magic, and I learned it's school of magic, if any. Okay. This is illusion magic. Okay. Can I? Uh, yep, go ahead. Poke the air above Meredith's head. Like I would poke her in the shoulder, but up. Um Does that make sense? Your hand. Like, do, you know, yeah, do you know what I, I'm you're, you're poking yeah. where her shoulder would be if it was there normally. Would be. Yeah. Yeah. Your hand yeah. goes clean through. Okay. Right. Um, um, can I then point myself yeah, up at Harold and just be like, because I've only just noticed that Harold's yeah, like up. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you? Okay. What? Um. The next section is uh, up up here somewhere. Yeah, you can see there's a there's a door up there, and you also see this this swarm of orbs bouncing around. Oh, it's a bit much, isn't it? 
Can I put my attention at one of the orbs? Um, everything in here is magic. Everything in here is either going to be illusion or it's going to be uh, enchantment. Okay. Okay. Um, right. Up, I, I guess. Um, she's sort of, you can see her sort of looking around being like, you know, in a, how the heck do, cause she was, she didn't see how Harold got up there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Was busy. I think you just um, have to walk forward a little bit and then jump and something weird happens to gravity, like on the moon. Um, Harold, you're floating hmm. up on this up on the the wall and you're watching hmm. these orbs bounce around. And there's something about the way that they're moving is not these like you've played like billiards and and like pool and, and various kind of roll ball hit other ball games <laughs> these aren't Sports. bouncing off you know these aren't bouncing in ways that would be just ballistic trajectories like there's there's uh-huh. some like that it'll hit a wall it'll bounce and it will curve like there's there's something giving these direction it seems random yeah. but there's definitely something going on and there's also you're not entirely sure but you get mm. the impression that something is lining up another shot at you. Right. Um, so can I do like a perception or like some other kind of check to try and um, just see what's going on? Like see if I can figure out where these balls are like coming in from? Well, they seem to be just like the, the ones that are here in the room. They don't seem to be coming from mm. outside of the room. Yeah but I can't see, like, I can't see, like, an origin or something that looks like that. Uh, you cannot see... There's no, like... You don't see any window or um, mm. some kind of, like, device that would let somebody see into the room mm-hmm. to, like, see where... to control these these orbs. Right. Um, I'll let you ponder that for a moment. Um, Potentia... There's so much magic in here. It's almost overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going to leave this spell up and like continue no. to concentrate on it? Okay. No. She what? She was more interested in um, finding out whether whatever was on Meredith was a like permanent effect, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Which, if it's illusionary, unlikely. So. Okay. Um, she'll drop. Um, Harold. Mm. You can move around as well if you want to. You're like you're not trapped. Yeah. You're just like consider yourself yeah. prone, but in a, a plane perpendicular to what you would normally consider prone to be. Yeah, and I think what I'll do is just I will try and move towards. Um, I will try and move towards the other, um, like move towards this this goal that we have this right. Door. This like moving to the second room. Okay. Yeah. Um, give me an acrobatics. All right. You are, you're closer now. Let's see. 12. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you lift yourself up from prone, standing sideways, like perpendicular to the, the ground. 
and you mm -hmm. bounce off the wall, shooting, aiming for that door handle. Yeah. Um, Go, Harold! You got this! Uh, several orbs, like, shoot past you, and you narrowly have avoided them with your new trajectory, and you see a number of mm -hmm. them, like, impact into the, the, the space where you were previously occupying on the wall. Hmm. Um... And had you been there, you would have taken a few more hits. Yeah, so it really looks like they are, um, like, they're, they're specifically aimed at people, right? Seems to be. But also, like, Potentia and Meredith have been standing there this whole time, and they haven't had a single orb, mm -hmm. like, come anywhere dangerously near them. Yeah, so it's only, um, it's only once you leave the ground that it seems like the orbs are sort of gunning for you specifically. That could be a good yes. Uh, I will relay that to the other two. Um, As you go sailing through the air. Yeah. I'll basically say, um, it, uh, be careful of these orbs. It seems like once you leave the ground, it's sort of, uh, yes, it's it sort of, uh, these balls kind of come and, uh, yes, end up sort of aiming for you, I guess. We're not the ones on the, off the ground, Harold. You be careful. Well, I, I just, you know, I, I'm not sure if all of us have to make our way up here in order to leave the room uh, eventually. I think, I think I has to touch the door? Harold, you've reached the door handle. You, you grab onto Great. it and yeah! the momentum pulls your feet so that you land on that painted on spot. Mm -hmm. And there's a, a spotlight appears illuminating just you. The rest of the room goes totally dark. Mm -hmm. And Harold, in front of you, cool. on this, this, this mirror, you see yourself but uh -huh. aged like maybe 50 <laughs> years. You're, you're an old man. That oh, is something like, like I desperately need fan out of, please. Yeah. <laughs> 50 years has, has, he, uh, um, has it been no, aged? Plus 50 years on his current age. <laughs> has, no, is Harold sorry, is this like, I'm an elf, no, I know. Oh, yeah, 50 yeah. years isn't that but bad. But is this like <laughs> the mirror is showing Harold his internal age or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think Harold's yeah. aged 50 years since <laughs> meeting you two. Um, Meredith, for do sure. Do you turn the door handle? Yeah, I say, 50 years isn't that bad. Harold, do you turn the door handle? Yes. Um, you turn the door handle, there is a flash of light blinding you temporarily. And as you twist the door and pull it open, you see your hands. And they're so mm -hmm. old, Oh, Harold. no. And the orbs Very in the room interesting. freeze in place. Mm-hmm. Harold! Um, oh well, no. I think it's safe now. Uh. Uh, you're going to be taking disadvantage on all strength con dex checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. You look at your hands and they look old. And Potentia and Meredith, mm -hmm. you look at Harold and he looks 70, 80. And Harold, you feel it. Uh -huh. Oh, mate, Harold, are you okay? Well, I do feel quite old, but um, I think oh I'll be goodness. fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh, finally, yes! Out of interest, uh, Ben. Mm-hmm. As a spry 70 or 80 year old, how is my perception <laughs> holding up? It's 
still still pretty decent. That's good. Um, your eyesight seems mm. to have like lasted. Um. Mm. Yes. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Are we all hearing that? You're all hearing this. Who's that? Who's there? Ah, uh, finally, it's been so long. Who are you? Oh, this fe- I am Zephyr, the master of this fun house. Finally, I am ha- taking my revenge on Harold. Finally. <laughs> Me specifically. <laughs> specifically. Who is Zephyr? Uh, uh, do I know you? Um, do, do you know me? You, you ruined my life. I did. Ten years ago, you came to a carnival and you said the illusions were terrible. You said my fun house was terrible. You ruined me. I've spent ten years Plotting, gaining power. You don't remember? And they're like, they're, you, there's, there's like a static, and like the voice cuts out. Sorry, I barely remember what I had for breakfast. Which I guess is worse now that you're really old. Thanks for that, Meredith. No worries. I'm really short, so I feel your pain. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I was just a child. I probably was a little rude. I mean, I think this says more about Zephyr than it does you, Harold. I mean, you... Seriously, mate, you just, like, dedicated your entire life to some offhand comment made by a child? It's just silence. Hello? (sighs) Hello? Really? Hello? You're like there's like there's a there's a there's a click there's an audible click. Mm-hmm. Proceed to your doom, Harold, and bring your companions with you. Mate, you've got some serious issues. Mm-hmm. I think you really might need to talk to somebody. Everyone I talked to laughed at me. They told me I was a bad illusionist. If a twelve-year-old boy could just see through my illusions. I mean, you could have just practiced. Oh, uh, I practiced. Th- that was potentially a plan. I delved deep and I found secret knowledge that would make me the greatest illusionist in all of the world. And now I get to take my revenge on you, Harold. Uh, sure. I mean, that sounds nice. I imagine you might have had better things to do with your illusions, though. At that point, uh, Harold, give me a give me a, a history check, like on your own yeah, self. Sure. Like, Let's do, do you yeah. do you remember this? Do you have uh, 16. 16. <sighs> Vaguely, you you remember your uncle bringing mm-hmm. you to a carnival? There was a fun house. It wasn't very good, and you were like talking yeah. about it with your uncle about how bad it was. He like tore. He, he, do you remember like? You remember being really proud about like your exceptional critique of this fun house mm-hmm. and how how bad it was and why it was bad. And you remember talking about this mm-hmm. to basically everyone that would hear you that entire day. Yeah. Okay. I think <laughs> Meredith is going to speak up and go, Zephyr, are you there? There's just no reply. Zephyr? 
Zephyr? Proceed to your demise. Buddy, I think you're kind of putting too much stock in this. I mean, I think one of the really big joys of, of fun houses is that they're supposed to be a little bit, like, cheesy. I really like it. I think cheesiness is really fun, and I think it, it's it's one of those things where, like, you kind of expect it a little bit. I think your illusions are, are just hitting the right level. Give me a persuasion. Hang on. Oh, 14. I will consider letting you live. Thank you. But the rest of you, death. I, I think that's a little bit of Now a- proceed to your demise. Or stay there forever. Starve. See if I care. I mean, at the risk of sort of escalating things slightly, um, I'm not a 12-year-old boy anymore, and my friends aren't exactly slouches either. I would advise not to do this. Oh, I, f- I hear fear in those words, old man. Your youth is far behind you now. Only the sweet relief of Meredith death is going to cast Dispel Magic on Harold okay. at fourth level. Uh, all right. Um, third level, sorry. I need church. So you're casting it at third mm-hmm. level. On Harold. Uh, range of 120 mm-hmm. feet. Um, she just kind of rolls her eyes and then you need casts. To make an, uh, you need to make an ability check okay. using your spellcasting modifier. Uh, uh, you need to def- you need to get higher than a. How do I do that? Proficiency. Uh, you roll roll a d twenty. Yeah. And then you add your spellcasting modifier. Are you assuming mm-hmm. she's that's... proficient in this? Uh, no, but that's, that's how this. Uh, for each spell of fourth level or higher. Using her modifier or her spell attack. Uh, spellcasting ability modifier. So that is an 18. I'm making, I'm making an ability check. Okay, yes. So you dispel... So Harold, you are no longer an old man. Mm. Harold, you are no longer floating 60 feet off the oh, ground. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I thought that might happen. <laughs> oh, um, no! Well, uh, I don't have Featherfall, so... <laughs> uh, Harold, you, you, you return to your youthful self and begin to fall mm-hmm. uh, 60 feet towards the ground. Well, um, you're, if anyone else has Featherfall, now we're going to I'm going to roll how many times, how many orbs you hit on the way down. Oh, can I cast Featherfall? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can cast okay. Featherfall, but I am going to hit Harold with one of these orbs. Yeah. You'll take five bludgeoning damage. Sorry! Mm-hmm. So yeah, you dispel the magic on Harold. He begins to fall. He hits an orb and you go, wait, no, Featherfall. You're not old anymore, though. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's definitely a plus. Like on, in the greater scheme of things, this is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I I certainly agree. Um, look, listen, uh, Ben. Never. What was his name? No, I I kind of like Harold not knowing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, Zephyr. Um, I I do apologize truly for what I said. I I was just a child, but I, you have to understand here that this 
honestly probably won't end well for you. I wasn't joking before. We are quite capable people. We've been to the moon. Give me a persuasion at disadvantage. He really hates you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, Okay, well, that was a natural 20, so that's annoying. And... Oh, okay. An 18, 23. Harold Not is bad. actually surprisingly persuasive. That is surprising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fine. If you won't come to me, then I'll move the room to you. Uh, just hang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything kind of like, shh, like gets wiggly in the room. Everything kind of like mm-hmm. gets fuzzy. And you all feel yourself like drop a foot. As the Can room. I cast Counterspell? Uh, at what level? As he tries to move the room. At what level? I, I mean, I have to cast it at fourth level. That's all I like. Uh, let me check if that works. Ah. I thought Counterspell was level three. I can cast it at level Maybe three, not. but I think if it was that big, she would th- be like, yeah, you're ripping yeah. reality apart. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's totally fair. Casting of a spell at fourth level or higher, you need to make an ability check. The DC is equal to 10 plus the spell's level, so... Ability spell casting check, please. Come on, chunky dice. Math 20. Yes. All right. Not bad. So you I rolled a, a 17 on the dice plus three. Yeah. All right. So he attempts to shift the room that you are in to a different room and you counter spell. Um, the shift fails. You counter spell his shift and you find yourself standing in a large circular room with. A, a human wizard operating some kind of device that looks like it's like got lots of magical glyphs on it, and there's a, a large like, uh-huh. um, like, to- spell tome in front of him. Am I still tiny? You're still tiny. Uh, oh, Meredith, I don't feel like we're in Theramustus anymore. Hmm, weird. I wonder who this could be. This isn't how this is supposed to go. I did warn you. I, I I was actually genuinely trying to be kind. I'm supposed to face my illusionary enemies next. Um. Uh. uh hang on, and he t- he goes to grab the the control panel in front of him. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cast polymorph on him and turn him into a hedgehog. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. It's a wisdom DC fifteen. DC fifteen. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, 18 on the die. Before. Hedgehogs are really slow. 18 on the die. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah he re- That's a save. He resists <sighs> it. Ah. Fine. We'll just do the next door. And he like flicks a switch and everything goes dark. And there's a door in mm-hmm. front of you with a spotlight and a circle on the ground. And a, like, Has he moved door. us in order to do that? You're not sure. You're not sure if he moved you given- or if. Uh, given Potentia's... Given I, just ab- ca- given I just counterspelled what happened with that. Mm. Like, I mean, I'm um, having an arcana check if you want. Yeah, yeah. Give me an arcana check. Uh, given you've seen it before, I'll make it a 12 to beat. So all I have to roll is a six. Yes. That's all I have to roll? Great. Yes. And I'll tell you if you've moved or not. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Yes, chunky I'll, dice. I'll he, he has shifted the room. Yeah. But also. You haven't moved. Mm-hmm. The room has okay, shifted, so but you haven't answer. moved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there is one of these doors, mirror doors in front of you. Oh, you've 
had one effect and you've somehow managed to overcome old age, Harold. But there's still another door you must pass through. What else will you give up? Where's that voice coming from? It, like, do I see him still? No, you don't see him. He's the voice is like it mm-hmm. again. It's it's it a totally dark room. Um, mm-hmm. and there's just this this voice, and like it, it almost sounds like it's coming from behind you now. Actually, do I hear him? You hear where the voice is coming from? Like, do I hear? Yeah, like, do I hear the direction of it? Uh, it does sound like it's coming from behind you, but again, it's just darkness. And potentially, even with your dark vision, darkness. Mm-hmm. So it's magical darkness. How close, like, how close was he to us before? Like, when we saw him? Uh, he was about 60 feet away from you. Okay. Like, do I get the feeling that he is based, like, there is only one room in this place, and he is basically in the next room, controlling everything? That's like would that would that be a sensible assumption for Harold to make based on what we just saw? Yes, that's a reasonable assumption for Harold to make. Okay, I would like to cast Moonbeam at the place where I hear, like, heard him. Okay. Um. Does Moonbeam dispel magical darkness? Um. Hmm. One second. Oh, I'm not sure if it does, to be honest. But I don't think it does. No, because it's not. It's not mm. light. Uh, if any, it's over there with, light, with a, an area of light created by a spell of second level or lower the spell. Um, actually, no, because moonbeam creates light. So, sixty mm. feet behind you, there is a pillar of light mm. that you can see. Um, mm. but you don't see him. So Moonbeam has a range of 120 feet mm-hmm. and I'm casting a beam of radiant light that does 2d10 per round in his direction. Yeah, so this beam of this beam of light comes down behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, illuminating that that area, but you don't see him in that area. Hey, mm-hmm. stop where his voice is. Stop coming putting from. holes in my funhouse. Open the door! And like, and the door, like the door, uh, like slides. I will slides continue to cast. Serious? Um, where is this voice coming from now? Open the door. Because I will, I will aim the beam in that direction when I hear his voice. Uh, yeah. So you like, actually, um, Harold, give me. You need to make a wisdom, a perception check, because this is not. It's higher than your passive. Mm-hmm. Um. You need to hit a twenty-five. Twenty-six. He's th- twenty-six. He's, he's throwing his voice. And bouncing mm-hmm. it around the room, and mm-hmm. even though it sounds like it was coming from behind you, it's it's still in that same spot that he was just in when you were looking at him. So you, mm-hmm. you, you like start carving well, your moonbeam towards him. Is that what you're doing? Yes, yes, because I can move it sixty feet in every every round. Okay. Um, well, that'll sixty. You get him next round then. You like you'll carve it around past yeah. you. Yeah. Hey! 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 Stop that! Mm-hmm. Going the easiest to... way to stop him is to stop doing what you're doing too. Okay. He's not wrong. Listen, I I really don't want to hurt you, but you can you can understand how I'm not exactly thrilled by the situation either. Well, unfortunately for you, I want to hurt you. Uh, 
a pin, well, okay. a bright spark flashes into existence where you think he is now, Harold, and it shoots towards mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. there's an eerie flashback. Yeah. To a cafe scene. Mm-hmm. And fireball is cast on a 20-foot radius sphere centered on your location. Mm, are we all seeing this? You, it, you see the pinprick of, of thing come out towards you. Um, you recognize Can Fireball. I it is being cast please. towards you. Unless you counter spell, Can it I is... please... Nope, that's not what I'm going to do. Because no? I can move. Before ca- so, uh, can I cast uh, as... I'm pretty sure I can cast as a reaction. Hang on. I just need to check. Mm. Um, I've just lost it in my spell list. Sorry. Yeah, Misty Step is a bonus action. Is it a reaction, though? Bonus action is different to reaction. Because this is a spell being cast at you. Counter spell is a reaction, but I don't think I Misty can... Step is. No, it's not. Okay. So, dexterity saving throws from all of you, please. 16. Mm, 12. Oh, that's a one which I'm going to re-roll. Because you're lucky. Yep. So that's 18. I would also like to cast Hellish Rebuke as okay. a reaction. Uh, yes. So let me resolve yeah. the fireball. Then we'll resolve yeah. your... They, they both go off. If, they both if go she's... off, yeah. They both, both go off. But they we'll just resolve the, we'll resolve the fireball yeah. because that's just easy. Um, so I'm going to roll 8d6. You might want to... You may as well roll... Um, Joe, you may as well roll the Hellish Rebuke um, yeah. attack because, like, whether or not yeah. you get damage to the point of it being bad is <laughs> not okay. determinate oh. on whether that goes off or not. Okay, so that's 28 damage uh, for those who uh, failed the check. What if I just passed? Potential and Meredith passed, so you'll take half of that, which is 14. 14. 14, 14 fire damage. And Meredith, you're firing back 26. at Hellish Rebuke. I think we're moving into. I, mm-hmm. I think we're moving into initiative at this point. Yeah, but I, I just um, twenty six. Twenty six. From all roll initiative. That's a hit? Or is that just damage? Uh, How does Hellish Rebuke work? Is it just auto? Six for my initiative. Hellish Rebuke is automatic. I think. I don't have to roll. Uh, you point your finger at a target that damaged you. They are momentarily surrounded by Hellish flames. Yep. The creature makes a dexterity saving throw. They fail. It takes two d10 fire damage on a failed save. Two d10 fire damage, please. Uh, I twenty six. Yeah. So I rolled. Oh, you upcast yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Did you upcast? Yeah. Okay. So how much damage does this, does this guy take? Four d10. Twenty six. Cool. All right. We have a six on potential. Harold. I rolled a six. I rolled an eighteen. Um, con save, by the way. To keep Moonbeam up. Uh, okay. And I got yes. a ten for my initiative roll. Thank you. Twenty two for my initiative roll. Okay. Thank you, Ross, for rolling that um, concept. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, uh, I always forget. So I, I was this time like, oh, God, I've made sure I did the concept. Fireball goes off. Meredith, you respond with the Hellish Rebuke as your reaction. It is now your turn. My turn? Yes. Now, we are in combat, but doesn't mean you can't talk still. Mm. Mm-hmm. You can stop this. You don't have to attack us. It's not worth it, buddy. You can't see him, and he doesn't respond. You just hear like more like angry noise. Like you just hear like silent angry noise. You just hear noises, angry noises coming from his mm. direction. Just like eh, eh, mm-hmm. eh. all right, I'm going to. You can you can choose to delay as well if you want. Don't want to act immediately. You can't see him currently. He is covered in in magical darkness. Yeah, 
I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try an Eldritch Blast. All right. Disadvantage. So because you're firing at it, yeah, disadvantage. Okay. So that is. You know, you know where his, you know where he is. You just don't know where he is exactly in that area. Eleven. Uh, that's gonna miss. Yeah, that's it's, all good. Your bolt shoots out and like momentarily illuminates him, yeah. but like misses him. It is then his turn. Potentially, there's that feeling again, like like the room is shifting. Mm-hmm. Does that shift move Moonbeam? As in, can I see that Moonbeam has been moved by the movement of the room? Because the room moving mm-hmm. would potentially put us further away from Moonbeam, which is an optical point that we can see. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it looks like you've just kind of been almost rotated in spot. Because mm-hmm. Moonbeam is like different to where 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 it should be now. Okay. Um, Harold goes before me anyway. I got to sit. Yeah. Yeah. Harold. Um. Yeah. So. So my Moonbeam is has created a hole in the. Um, well, it it's. The, the room, right? It's creating. A, it's well. He said that you're damaging his ceiling. You can't see because mm-hmm. of the magical darkness, but you can see. But what, I, you can I, see could, around I heard the, his voice. Yes, I heard his voice. Basically, like I know where he is, roughly, right? Yes, you do because he's now. Okay, he is now also. Again, your passive perception is good enough that you don't have to roll for this. Yeah, you can hear his angry like nah, 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 noises mm-hmm. that he's making, and it's not. Like you were like, okay, moonbeam, you're gonna go that way. And you're like focusing your moonbeam to, to carve towards him. And then there was something mm. there was something fell off for a second, and now he sounds like he's somewhere else, like he's like off to the right. Mm-hmm. Um well I'll I'll move the moonbeam towards him. Okay. Where he where he where you thought he was or where you think he is now? Like Where I think he is, right? Okay. Yeah. Your moonbeam, from your perspective, looks like it hangs right. Mm-hmm. From his perspective, that moonbeam keeps coming straight line towards him. Mm. Uh, and he is momentarily illuminated as the moonbeam strikes him. Uh, Great. Tell me what uh, that does. Does he get a does he get a save? Does he No, he does not. Uh, I don't think. Uh, moonbeam. He ends up in it. Uh, when a creature enters the spell's area for the first time or starts its turn there, so that's going to be important for his turn in a second, mm-hmm. uh, they take 10... Oh, hang on, hang on. No, I might have lied. It's engulfed in ghostly flames that cause him pain, and it must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10, uh, not 10d, that would be a lot, on a failed save or half as much on a... Um, yes. Constitution save so, for a wizard. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, goody. Oh, sorry. My favorite type it's, of save. Sorry, it's 3d10 because it's third level. Okay, you've um, got a 12. What's the checking needed to be? Uh, well, I've got a save DC of 15. So that's... 19 radiant damage. Oh, okay. That's a lot of damage. Oh, no. Um, yeah. uh, you see his shadowed form in the moon, like silhouetted in the moonbeam and mm-hmm. doesn't look good. Um, okay. Harold. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll How, maintain concentration, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Potentia, you're up. She's going to quickly glance to Harold and just go, do I finish it? I mean, if we can avoid killing him, that would be great. I don't really want to murder on our hands. 